This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Minutia Men is up next, but first, listen to this other great OPI show. On this week's Free Kicks with Adam and Rick, we give out our first annual Free Kick Awards. That's right, the best keeper, the best defender, the best midfielder, and of course, uh, other fun categories like best hyphenated name. All that and much more. Listen to Free Kicks on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. <laughs> Was that an exhale? What? Yeah, what a week, Rick, huh? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <sighs> yeah. Uh, you know, I I didn't I didn't wake up this morning and immediately check my phone. To see if uh, what horrible thing happened overnight, you know, know. Uh, uh, no doom scrolling on uh, Facebook. Uh, something to be said about this. I mean, I I had a you know the news, I have the CNN news alerts on my phone, mm-hmm. and I went off this morning at like eight for something, and I thought to no. myself, oh no, and then I remembered. Yeah, right. Whatever it's, it is, Biden it's just probably not, yeah. not a big deal at all. <laughs> right. Biden just switched from Crest to Colgate, you know, or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's um, again, we don't like to get political, although we can. No, do. no, uh, I won't well, say this. I'll say this. And, and probably even people that are fans of the former president feel this way. Uh, there's going to be a lot less drama and we're all going to have yeah. a lot more time on our hands. Oh, I know. I've I've already written three books without, uh, you you know, I actually got some great news on Tuesday night. Um, Remember that quiz that I took for you in psych in, I don't know, 1985? Uh I got a full pardon. I got a full pardon. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I also got a pardon. Do you, um, I think we told the story with Jim Peterick that my dad had somebody build my Pinewood Derby car for me. Yeah. And I still came in third place. I get to keep the trophy. I got a pardon for that, too. That's fantastic. Well, yeah. congratulations. What, uh, did, you get, did you get any pardons? What would uh, you, what would. I got no pardons because I have been such a good boy. Right? Okay. There's has, there has to be some <laughs> pardon worthy offense that you could use a little help. Uh, well, yeah, you know, all right, let me, before we go further, let me just say this, all right, and I, I don't know why nobody was mentioning this, maybe I just was uh, not hearing it, but, you know, there's going to be a huge change in this country based on just tone and uh, just, it's just a whole different world uh, after yesterday's inauguration, but it was the the date that that really stuck out to me, because the date was a palindrome. Oh yeah, one two zero, two zero two one. Well, isn't today one two? Today is one two one. Yesterday was one two oh, okay. oh, two gotcha. oh two one. That's the day of the yeah. inauguration. It's the same frontwards and backwards. You think the world's going to be changing like crazy, but maybe, maybe that palindrome tells us it really hasn't changed much at all. There's Wouldn't some, it be great if Biden if if Biden just 
just be, is a just a raging asshole. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he just doesn't. And he just absolutely. This was just. Uh, this was just purely just kind I just of like a, making you know, the conservatives fake. cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're right. He just flips everything, you know, and just is just the the reciprocal prick that Donald Trump was. You know? uh, I would love to see uh, it. <laughs> it would be funny. Yeah. All right, we have uh, we have a lot of minutia. We've got uh, some fun stuff coming up. Why don't we uh, just launch into it, if you don't mind? All right, go. Um, do you have the Jenkins jingle? I do have the Jenkins jingle. When you're on the job and you're not doing it right. Jenkins! Time now for Dave to share stories of employee screw-ups. Jenkins! It could only be... Jenkins! Jenkins! With Rick and Dave. Jenkins! So what is so, uh, going on? Yeah, well, you know, Trump. Let's be honest. Had he had his share of Jenkinses working for him, right? <laughs> yes, He's had he a is. lot of Jenkinses. Yeah. Uh, Jenkinson. What's the plural of Jenkins? Jenkinsenses, right? Jenkins. Um, the uh, remember the intern that thought it was a good idea to put the Goya beans in front of him, right? You know, for the photo right. op right. and yeah. Uh, yeah. And the and the guy who told him, "Hey, tell that kid that there's no Santa, right?" So there's <laughs> right. You know, there's quite a few of Jenkins, but uh, I think we may have found the best for he or he may have saved the best Jenkins for last. Um, do you remember? I'm sure you do. Uh, when we had Anthony Scaramucci on our uh, podcast, a few well, we've had him on a couple of times, yeah. right? Um, I don't know if you heard this. But Anthony Scaramucci got an invitation to the the farewell military big shindig that that Trump was having. Did you hear about this? I that did. Anthony- I did. You know, he wasn't the only one. I think John Bolton got one. Um, you know, General Kelly got one. And they're, they're all, they all they all opened the envelopes and like flipped it off. <laughs> yeah, right. So you know, some some Jenkins just like I use this contact list, and he yeah. just ended up. That's he or from she two just ended years up ago, on- you idiot. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, so obviously, Anthony Scaramucci probably would. I mean, I think he should have gone. And I actually was emailing uh, Anthony and he said, no, there's just no way that he's going to do it. <laughs> but I think it would be kind of nice to replay a couple of uh, um, blurbs and, and, and um, segments that he did for us. You want to do that okay. as a kind of a yeah. farewell yeah. I'm, gift I'm to the fairly certain that uh, the president never heard either of these uh, <laughs> because he would never have gotten that invite. Uh, but yeah. for instance, there's this one. For mankind, the biggest tragedies. I don't think Trump has been laid in three years. <laughs> yeah, and you really. can't get access. You can't get access to Pornhub in the White House. They got those sites blocked. <laughs> well, you so would I know. This is, this is. I wouldn't know, by the way. But I think this is. I think this is a. This is a guy. Okay, that that has literally probably not had a sexual encounter. You know, in in three years, which I think is another big problem for the civilization. You know what I mean? Someone should let him get laid at least. Well, you know what I mean? Why Melania looks so warm <laughs> next to him. So <laughs> There's one moment. I guarantee you the president didn't hear that. And here, here's the other one that may be even worse. Here we go. You know, one time I'm, I'm on the Bill Maher show. I was defending him. Uh, Stormy Daniels was on the show with me. Um, and, and, uh, and by the way, you know, th- that's another issue. Trump has probably heard the following four words, okay, that no man can recover from. You want to hear the four words? Sure. Yes. 
Yeah, is it in yet? Those four <laughs> words no man can recover from, okay? And after listening to, to Stormy, I'm sure that's another problem that this guy's living with, you know? Yeah. And he got an invitation to the to the military send off. I wonder if Stormy Davis or Stormy, uh, Stormy, Stormy Daniels, Daniels ended up getting one too. <laughs> yeah, Stormy Daniels ended up getting one too. Uh, uh, I don't yeah, know. But yeah. that's that's Here, funny. Dear Stormy, I'd really like for you to come to my my military send off. Yeah, no, oh, that's, uh, those are those are classic moments. Anthony Scaramucci. You know, I, I think there will be. I'll say this for the Trump era: uh, it was never dull. No, and um, the shtick, I mean, uh, I'm sure late-night comedians and late-night talk show hosts are not all that excited to see him go. Right. Just because of the shtick. Right, um, exactly. Shtick. He had and like SNL. he had like 30 Billy Carters on his staff. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And that's that's yeah. a that's a reference for you old you old yeah. kids. Yeah. All right, I have some minutia for you. <clears throat> I'm sure uh, our listeners remember the story about uh, Gwyneth Paltrow that we did on this show. Um, and you probably read about it. Gwyneth has a company called Goop, and they one of the things they sell are candles. And she had, a, a you know, one of her uh, candle makers brought her one and said, you know, what does this smell like to you? And she thought, you know, that kind of smells like my vagina. Let's call it Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. And it became a big seller, <laughs> not surprisingly, I guess, <clears throat> until this week, Dave, because there was a big controversy. Um, what happened? Dateline England. Jody Thompson, uh, a 50-year-old uh, English lady, won a Gwyneth vagina candle in an online quiz. And she brought it into her house and she lit it. And as you would expect of a vagina candle, it was it, it would it lit immediately. But then suddenly a 50s. What do you mean? What do you, the vaginas I've the vaginas I've seen don't light immediately, <laughs> if you know what I mean. A candle, vagina candle. <laughs> oh, oh, OK, I got you. Uh, suddenly, a 50-centimeter-high flame came out of the glass jar. Uh, Jody describes it this way. The candle exploded and came out big flames and lots of tiny particles, she says. I've never seen anything like it. The whole thing was on fire, and it was too hot to touch. Fortunately, the house of the 50-year-old Thompson and her partner, David Snow, did not burn down. We eventually got the fire under control and threw the candle out the door. The whole house could have burned down. It was quite scary at the time. But in retrospect, it is quite funny that Gwyneth's vagina candle exploded in my living room. And I got to admit, that's a funny story. That The headline, uh, vagina candle, Gwyneth Paltrow, explodes in living room. It's just a funny, it's a funny thing, but it does cause a problem for Gwyneth uh, and her company, Goop, because obviously now they're going to have to change the name of this candle. Uh, to what? You want to know? I, I, yeah, um, tell me. Well, uh, do you have a guess what it is? Um, no. All right. It is now called Pamela Anderson's Vagina. Thank you very much. <laughs> Right. So in real life, basically, uh, oftentimes vaginas cause more problems than they're worth, basically, is what you're saying. <laughs> that, is, that is definitely not what I'm saying, but I think that is correct. Uh, okay. So anyway, that is the story of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. It is uh, time now for something else, and that is the studio walls. 
Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So this is the part of the show we we reach into our archives, and uh, Dave and I have been doing wacky stuff for 38 years or so, and every, <laughs> every week uh, we can find at least something out of our archives to talk about. And Dave, do you know where you were this week, seven years ago, January 21st, 2014? 2014, January, no, probably in my basement. No. Uh, no, I don't have. You I were don't, on I a don't publicity. Know. You were on a publicity tour because at oh, that, that's the, when you. It was the pothole store tour, right? <laughs> that's that right. Probably Explain be, the yeah, pothole okay. store to uh, everyone before I, I, I play this clip for you. Well, you know, for the longest time, we've been hearing ads, you know, name a star, right? I mean, you, you, you know, around Christmas time, it's for that someone special name a star, right? And uh, present company included, I don't really know anybody who's really worth a star, Rick, if you know what I'm <laughs> saying. But I know a whole hell of a lot of people that are worth potholes. And if you remember back in, was it 14? We had an absolute horrible pothole season. Well, for me, it was a fantastic pothole season. But do you remember the the city was completely uh, marked with potholes? Yeah. I mean, it was just I mean, it became a you know a civic joke. So what Rick and I did is that we started the pothole store where you could go. It's the potholestore.com where you can go online and name a pothole after somebody. And I would send a little little certificate with a nice little notary stamp on it. And we sold quarter bags of pothole, which we still do, by the way. Yeah. Um, so that was the pothole store. And, of course, it was just a funny little shticky thing to do. Wait but a minute. It, it wasn't real? Up, that wasn't real? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, Rick, uh, the, 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 the pothole stuff that comes in the bags, it's from my lawn. Okay, I'm not going to like 35th and Halstead to get the, to get the pothole stuff uh, for Stony Island, you know. But um, it became quite a sensation, wouldn't you say? I mean, people uh, yeah, really did the, interviews all the, over the world. Yeah, right. We were on the cover of, I don't remember the name of the newspaper, but the largest newspaper in Canada because they were pissed because we were saying Chicago was the pothole capital of the world and they're like uh uh Montreal is the pothole <laughs> right, Toronto exactly. or whatever you know yeah, uh, but yes cool. so so I was doing quite a few interviews on, well one uh, of them was on this mm -hmm. during this week in 2014 you were on uh, WGN radio with Pete McMurray and I've mm -hmm. got I found the clip online here to play a little bit of it just to give people an idea of the shtick that uh, Dave was peddling back in 2014 okay. here we go sure Rocks. <laughs> uh, our next guest has hit a gold mine. I wish I would have thought of this first. Uh, he's uh, he's actually hit a pothole that turned into a gold mine. He's the guy behind the potholestore.com. In studio with us is David Stern. How you doing, buddy? Uh, thank you very much for having me on and talk about my art. I, mean, I really appreciate this. Thank you. I'm mad at you, first of all, because I wish I would have thought of this. Well, you know, I, I don't like the term brilliant, but yeah, I think that there's a certain degree of brilliance in this, don't you? I think tell people what the pothole well, store I, is uh i would hear all these ads for name a star you right know, the internet yes and, and i thought to myself as i'm driving avoiding potholes i'm thinking you know i know no one worth 
a celestial sphere. Mm-hmm. You know, but I know a lot of people that are worth crumbling asphalt, you know, right. pothole, such as yourself, which I would like to present with you right now. Two of you, right? I uh, I got a pothole named after you as well as Scott. Scott. On the southeast corner of Lower Michigan and Illinois. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. that is just this is this is a wonderful moment right here. I have a pothole named after me. <laughs> I think that you get the idea. Uh, if, if I remember correctly, I gave one to his producer Scott, who, by the way, is now like the afternoon guy in. Springfield, Illinois, or Bloomington, or yeah, some, right? somewhere down south, right? Central Illinois. Yeah. Um, and he, he, they were comparing, because I gave a little certificate number on the pothole certificates, and they found out that I used the same number, and I used the same number for all pothole <laughs> certificates, and they kind of busted me live on the air, saying, hey, wait a second, my number is 3211, and so is yours. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, that was. Uh, but you were but, also uh, on WGN television. Um, you know, uh-huh. at some point we'll share that. But I think you get the the feel for the shtick uh, because you had it down pat. It was. Uh, yeah. Well. And, and I said it in every interview that I did was the exact. <laughs> you same just shit. said it just now. Seven years later, yeah, know, you still had it. Perfect. I know that's <laughs> well, well, you never know. I mean, I I'm sure I'm sure that I am going to get a call this pothole season. You know, usually in the end of February or early March, we start seeing the potholes start yeah, coming up. This is because, the time. Rick, if yeah. you if you, if you want to know why you want, I, I actually did research as to why potholes happen. Is the moisture? There's moisture that seeps into the pavement, and when so it freezes, and then when it melts, it like creates. It's like a pimple. Basically, it's like an inverse pimple. Anyways, I'm sure it's going to come up and all these media guys are going to get the pothole store guy on because we need to fill nine minutes, you know, put him on here, wind him up and have him do his stupid shtick so we don't have to, you know, create any content. So that's why I have to keep it because I'm going to I'm sure I'm going to be on. uh, I'm going to do it again. I'm a whore. I'm a pothole whore. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, he is available. Mm. All right. We still have lots more show to come uh, your way today. We've got more minutiae. We dip into the celebrity potpourri. You'll find out who our guest is uh, for this coming week's celebrity interview. Uh, So much more. And and I think oh maybe even some tangents, but first, uh, if you tune if you tune into the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview right now, this is what you'll hear on this week's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Rick, we interview a cast member from perhaps my favorite series of all time, Breaking Bad. She's played in other great movies, but we are going to talk to Carmen Serrano about her time on Breaking Bad, her new movie Questions. Listen to Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report in Ford Automotive, you can live out your cop car dreams with a restored 67 old CHP Cruiser. Ponch, are you there? Plus, it's part two of our modern GT cars discussion. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Costable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And we're back. All right, Dave, do you have any more minutia for us? Yeah, I got Yeah, I got one more story. You know, we all know guys who have had more than their share of problems with members of the opposite sex, right? You know, we yeah. you know, through college, you know, I'm not going to name anybody, but we 
we, you know, we we all know a couple of people that don't end their relationships very well, right? <laughs> right. I mean, that would safe to say, you know, yes. the, you, 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 everybody has those friends, right? That right. they always blow up. At right. Like every time you um, call them, you're like, so how yeah. is uh, Susie? Louise oh, doing? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Is it, or is it? Trisha, oh, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, and then there's the log story about how it just blew right, up. Exactly. Well, evident- yeah. well, evidently, this is not just our friend. Yeah, you know, we celebrities go through this too. Ben Affleck, uh, Ben Affleck, as you know, has gone through his share of. Do, actually, did he date Gwyneth Paltrow? I think he did. I think there was a also a, a J Lo period there. Yeah, uh, right, uh, right. And there was and the Jennifer, Jennifer Garner, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, well, on this past Saturday, a man was uh, was photographed outside of Ben's home, and what this guy was doing must have been a maintenance worker, or housekeeper, or whatever. It was throwing away a life size cutout of Affleck's uh, Affleck's former. Flame Anna Darmus. I don't even. Do you know who Anna Darmus is? No, I have no idea. No. But but evidently he had like one of those, you know, those life size cutouts that you could get. And well, the relationship had. He's like, throw that out. I want that out, right? Um, and what is what was funny through these uh, those photos that I saw is that they couldn't put it in the dumpster because it was too big. <laughs> so they had to like break it. They had to like break it in half and they had to like rip it up and put it in. And Ben Affleck is just smiling in the window watching them just rip apart, uh, you know, the life-size uh, yeah, cutout of, of Anna. And uh, it's so embarrassing that for him that that was captured on film. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. I, I'm uh, happy that I but, have not had paparazzi trailing me. Uh, <laughs> well, um, you know how we have Costco jars for your celebrity... Uh, run-ins yeah i've actually got a i've got a costco jar of rick breakups right here that is filled actually to the brim so uh, i've actually got two uh, here i've got the um bucket the eileen bucket and the margie bucket which one do you want me to <laughs> put want, my hand in i want neither <laughs> so <laughs> okay well uh, if, I mean, you gotta pick what uh, all right uh margie bucket Okay, hold That's on. That's less embarrassing, me, I think. Okay, there you go. I'm taking out the. Oh my God! There's a. This is like the Bozo Circus. <laughs> there, uh, there were there were multiple here. there were multiple breakups on that one. <laughs> uh, so the the one that the the story that I remember that is Ben Afflecky. Um, it was I remember it being in the summer and it was toward the. It was like either the beginning of the semester or the end of the summer, and me and you were walking near the station and you had just I th- Marky Margie broke up with you for the third time or something uh-huh. right or the fourth time uh-huh. and, and you and you were walking uh, and you took your keys and you threw them as hard as you could at a stop side to, uh-huh. to show her you know I don't know what the, I don't know what possible you know what that was going to do what benefit that was going to be just displaying and my I, anger yeah, and I remember the keychain hitting the stop sign, and your keys just exploded all yeah. over the street, right? Yeah, and then you're like, rah, 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 you got it, and you couldn't find your house keys. I couldn't right? find my I mean, apartment they, key. Yeah, uh-huh. and I had three and it, roommates, and and all of them were out of town. Well, because it was the summer, wasn't it? Right, or it, it was, was the summer, yeah. which meant I had and, no way to get back into my apartment. <laughs> and did you sleep at? on the radio station couch for like a week or something or 
only I think two, it was only two nights. <laughs> two nights. <laughs> but you showed her. You know, you really. I, I would sleep in the. I would sleep in the. In the radio station at night, and then during the day, I'd go out in the grass looking for that stupid key. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was too stupid to come up with any other plan. Uh, did you ask Margie to? Help, did you ask Margie to help you find the key? You know that may have been. I, no, I did not. Uh, well, it, it appears that Margie, you know, she was probably. You know, thinking which horse should I should I back for my future, uh-huh. and she chose somebody else. Yeah, um, she and, did. And that other person that she backed has yeah. done pretty good, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, uh, can he we, is. Can we even say who he is? Sure, yeah. sure, if you want to. Uh, well, if you flip on CNN, that's Drew Griffin. That's is right. the uh, is the is the horse that bag uh, that Maggie bagged, uh, and she I think she bet on the right one. Don't she you think? definitely made the right call. I'm going to say that right now. She made the right call. All right. Well, thanks for bringing that up. It's time for this segment. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. And by the way, you can throw out both of those jars now, please. (laughs) Okay. Um, right. uh, in this jar, uh, we have names of celebrities that I've met, and and we usually pick a name out, and I tell that story of having met that celebrity. But uh, we're doing this show remotely right now, so I'm just picking celebrity stories to tell, if that's okay with you guys. And this week, I want to tell the story of uh, Larry Lujak, hmm? who was a very famous Chicago disc jockey. Uh, the voice of our youth, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, um, it's, and like Landecker and Lou Jack, um, yes, definitely the soundtrack to when we were young. He was a big part of. And he, he, you know, I I met him a couple of times. Um, he was, you know, one of John Landecker's friends. Um, but you know, he was kind of a hard. To, he was hard to get to know. He was a irascible kind of guy. You know, mm-hmm. had a. A, uh, a crusty exterior, you know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. But once I got to know him, I, it was it was actually fun um, talking to him. And, and towards the end of his life, we actually became friends and he would call me uh, and we would chat. Uh, but I, I just discovered this recently. There was one time, so he, he got fired from WLS, and I, I want to say it was like 1986, and he had just signed a 10-year contract. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And so they 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 fired him, but they had to pay out the whole contract. It was a no-cut deal, but he couldn't go on any other shows. But he didn't care. <laughs> he was perfectly yeah. happy getting paid for doing nothing, as Look. anyone would be. Well, when the 10-year thing ended, uh, we got a hold of Larry uh, on the John Landecker show, and we had him on our show. Along with Snot Nose Little Tommy, who was his uh, mm-hmm. his sidekick, and mm-hmm. he uh, told this story, which I find uh, very very funny, and I think you may find it funny too. Here's the audio. Our house in the Santa Fe is uh, basically done, and we're moving as soon as we sell this thing. Do you want to give your number out here? <laughs> no, <laughs> I certainly don't. <laughs> Larry, tell him the story about. Um, the agents walking up the steps. Oh, the only 
put it up for sale. They had the uh, the realtors open house where just realtors walk through the place, you know, so they have an idea of you know what you got. And the realtor <clears throat> who's uh, hosting the uh, open house is downstairs, and there's these realtors wandering through the house, and I'm upstairs in my office, and nobody knows I'm up there. And, oh, uh, great! And I hear a, a, a guy and a woman, two realtors, coming up the stairs, and the guy says to the woman, "You know who used to live here?" Larry Lujak, but he died a few years back. <laughs> and I said, he what? You know, I was kind of hoping uh, when they went by one of the bedrooms, Larry would be laying out in one of the beds, you know. Yeah. There yeah, he is. That would have been so good if I would have just, you know, done my rigor mortis pose on the floor of my office. Well, he died, yes, but his wife, you know, just couldn't part with him and just kept him around. She had him stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> he is a funny guy. He is very dry, yeah. funny guy. Died died about five six years ago, uh, right around this time of year, and uh, I, I miss him. Uh, he he was yeah. one of the all time greats. Well, and he helped us out during Landecker's book. You know, he would um, didn't he uh, do a a phone in on when Landecker was on Windy City Live or something? Or yeah, on a, yeah, he came on as a surprise uh, uh, guest and everything. So yeah, he was. Uh, he was, uh, uh, you know, don't don't let people know this. He, he he jokingly referred to himself as charming and delightful Uncle Lair, but he actually was charming yeah. and delightful. All right, and wasn't there also wasn't there also a story about him nursing a squirrel back to health when you were there? That was the first time I met him. Uh, I went over yeah. to his house with Brent Miller. Um, and uh, he lived in Palatine, the house that he was talking about in that clip. And he was out in the backyard. And we, Brant, came and sat down next to him. Like, hey, Larry, how's it going? He goes, I got a squirrel. And he and he he would just tell us about this squirrel. And we sat there for like thirty minutes. And he was like feeding the squirrel like grass or whatever. I don't know whatever the hell you feed a squirrel. And uh, and he didn't make eye contact with us. Didn't really talk to us at all. And that when then Brant, after like thirty minutes, goes. Yeah, you know what? Uh, we're going to head out. He goes, right, that's, a, that's a good idea. And that was that was my that's the first time I met him. But by the end of the by the end of the time I met him, it was it was much different. Yeah. Yeah. All right, oh. we have a big celebrity coming up this week on uh, uh, the Minutiaman Celebrity Interview. You want to tell everybody about him? Well, I, I think if you're again, I, this has been a very Chicago media centric. Um, show and this fits perfectly with um, uh, our theme, uh, Rick. When when I say sportscasters in Chicago, what do you say? What do you think? Like old, like the 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 old sportscasters of our youth. I think Rich King. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, that's great because we just interviewed him. Oh my God, that's probably why you thought. So Rich King, uh, WGN Television. He was on Channel Two, I think. Um, He's pretty much on every radio station and television station in in Chicago, but where he uh, he's uh, in Arizona right now. He's getting ready to uh, um, broadcast White Sox games via their webcast, yes. and we were able to hook up with him and spend a few minutes with him. Telling and he well, told hey, a couple of stories. Let, let's and, uh, uh, let's listen to a clip. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah. listen to a clip uh, that you might be able to hear on the show. Time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave. Some of our listeners may know you, Rich, from uh, a famous event that happened uh, a few years ago. I believe you were covering the Bears. 
Yeah. Do you know where I'm going with this? Yeah, the tongue thing? Yes. Yeah. Well, that was, uh, yeah, that was interesting. I, that, that's a funny story because I was wagging my tongue and obviously I didn't know I was doing it. The camera caught me with the tongue. And of course, they, you know, they, they shortened it up and zoomed in and they just had me waving the tongue. And, and then <clears throat> next morning, my wife woke me up, April woke me up and said, hey, he says, uh, you're, on, you're going to be on Jimmy Kimmel. You're on Jimmy Kimmel show last night. I said, Jimmy Kimmel. And he says, yeah. He says, I said, what did he say? He says, well, you're, the king's got a lucky wife. You know, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then you know, I, I didn't know I was doing it. And uh, but then I got the funniest thing. I went to the golf course yeah. and some 24 year old young lady looked at me. And she said, hey, aren't you the guy who's on Jimmy Kimmel? Wow. <laughs> well, yes, I am. <laughs> if you'd like to hear the entire interview, uh, be sure to uh, check out Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview. That's uh, that's where uh, you'll find it. And, you know, you should also check out Back to You, uh, which is hosted by Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville, who worked with Rich King probably at multiple stations, right? Yeah. You know, did you listen to their show this week? No, it, I don't think it, so. It was, it was quite good. They did a whole uh, thing about, uh, you know, the the unrest and, and what it's like oh, yeah, in Washington. Oh, yeah. I did, I did hear it. It was very poignant. Well, Steve and Howard, they get pretty, they're very eloquent. You know, they, are. And they are very they're very uh, soulful don't you think i mean they yeah. really um, and they're funny you know the thing about that i like about that show is for you know they're they're friends it's like yeah, right. it's actually they're a little bit like us except like 10 years older basically uh yeah does steve have a costco jar of howard's romantic uh mishaps i don't I, think yeah. so yeah maybe not you know i have a jar yeah. of your romantic mishaps too would you like me to pull some of those out <laughs> Save it. We need. We have content every week. We gotta fill. Don't don't blow it right now. All right. Tell a friend to listen to us on Spotify. You can go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Search for Radio Misfits. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O p p i h shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. RadioMisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new spanking episode spankin of Manusha Bad. This Opie podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? I'm Kimmy. I'm Tommy. And I'm Sam. And on this week's episode of And Friends, so we investigate the reasoning Tommy's little Richard's gone missing. And apparently we find out that makes me gay. And I'm going to be finding the best way to die. And Friends. Listen to And Friends on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Tune in after MASH at 7, and after And Friends is your feature film. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. And I'm back to you. We're going to say our piece about what happened in Washington, D.C. Well, it's also in context to what's been happening in the country. It's not just today's story, but even 50 years ago. Four iconic songs that help capture the moment of history from years ago. There are feelings that have come to mind. On Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on 
Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits.